welcome to another episode of D-List of the Podcast. I'm Michael K. And I'm Allison. And we're recording this right outside of the Linda Wing door at St. Mary's Hospital in London because we want a good seat for when Duchess Megan comes out with her royal half-ginger baby yes. to pose for photographers like two seconds after yeah. giving birth. Both Michael and I are wearing full Union Jack suits and hats. Um, oh, no. I'm just wearing a shirt that says, dump the bitch and fuck me, Harry. I, I'm keeping it subtle. Yes. And I'm trying to draw attention to you. Yeah. So Duchess Meghan and Prince Harry announced today that they're expecting their first child in the spring. Now, Duchess Meghan is the only human woman who has ever been pregnant in history, which is my only explanation for why there's approximately 5,000 articles about this today alone. There are so many articles about this. It's why we all woke up with like alerts on our phones. Oh, yeah. I woke, up, I lo- I woke up probably like 3 a.m., yeah. my time and I looked at it and I had like four alerts. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I wake up in the morning, I always um I always have the same routine as I'm lying in bed. Um I look at Instagram, then I look at Twitter, then I look at Reddit, um and then I check my email and it was like I pull up Instagram, first post was about Duchess Megan, looked at Twitter, first headline was Duchess Megan. Oh, you don't get those alerts. Yeah, I get like alerts like from E from the Huffington Post. It's like alerts on my phone. I don't even have to go into Instagram. I just look at it and they're like, Megan's got a baby in her womb. <laughs> and I was kind of like, oh, girl, I'm going back to sleep. So anyway, so Us Weekly says that Megan is about 15 weeks along. They probably announced it today because she can't hide her bump anymore. Does she even she have was- a bump, though? I'm sure. Well, if she didn't, I don't think she would hide it. I think she would keep it going. But Prince Andrew and the original Fergie's daughter, Princess Eugenie, got married on Friday. And Meghan went to that wedding, of course, and she wore a big coat, this big blue coat, and she never took it off. It was like the biggest coat she could wear. Yeah. And then she and Harry are in Sydney now for the Invictus Games. And when she arrived, she held two binders in front of her stomach, like in front of the photographers. Like when Heather Locklear was pregnant while filming Meryl's place and they came up with all these ways to cover her bump like with briefcases, potted plants, yeah. Andrew's shoes head. <laughs> you know, it's just like like Megan, if she didn't announce it, she would just be carrying a corgi for no reason. Like just hiding her bump with a corgi. Yeah, she would literally be showing up to events in front of like a huge fiddle leaf fig tree. Just yeah, for was- no reason. On wheels that just follows her around. Yeah, so instead of doing that, they announced it. So Mm -hmm. speaking of Eugenie, uh, the BBC says that Meghan and Harry told the Queen and other higher-up royals about their baby at Princess Eugenie's wedding on Friday. Poor Eugenie. So poor Eugenie. She's already like the Farah from Destiny's Child of the Royals. (laughs) She can't have anything. Yeah, it was supposed to be her day, and it gets hijacked by a baby who's not even born yet. You know Fergie is pissed. I don't know. I think Fergie's probably just excited that Eugenie's name is in the press for a second day. I know, but she she wanted at least, you know, at least three days of coverage. Yeah, and 72 now we don't hours, even, yeah. Yeah, and I was planning, like, when Eugenie got married on Friday, I was planning to talk about that today, and we're, we're talking about this baby instead. Yeah, but we have said Eugenie's name, I think, like, at least three times, which is probably oh, more than anyone has said Eugenie's this name in, decade. Like, 10 years. Yeah. yeah. So Meghan and Harry's kid will be seventh in line to the throne. 
The kid won't automatically be a prince or a princess. That's up to the queen. She can decide if the kid gets um, the title, his or her royal highness, prince or princess, insert their name here. She's totally going to. So if the queen decides not to do that, um, the kid's title will be Lady Windsor if she's a girl, or this is the best name, Earl of Dumbarton (laughs) if it's a boy. So we'll we'll know how the queen truly feels about Megan and Harry when the baby is born because if she hates them she'll give them you know the Earl of Dumbarton title Earl of Dumbisha Barton title (laughs) and that giving a kid the title of Earl of Dumbarton is just asking for him to be bullied by Prince George it's just oh you know it's a given but see I think that I think the queen is gonna give them the chance that like prince and princess because the only thing the queen hates more than anything, is Thomas and Thomas Markle and his terrible daughter. <laughs> and I feel like that would just piss them off even more if, like, Megan became a duchess and then gave birth to a princess. How, speaking of Megan's half-sister, Samantha Markle, yeah. who, if you don't know who she is, consider yourself lucky, but ever since Megan has been engaged to Harry, she's been a mess all over the tabloids, you know. Mm-hmm. Just being a mess. So how do you think she hasn't, how do you think she's going to respond? Because as of recording time right now, she hasn't said anything. She's probably trying to hit up the tabloids for the highest bidder on her statement. Oh, yeah. And she's definitely trying to think of a way to make, because her whole motivation for living is to like say the rudest shit about Duchess Megan. So I feel like she's trying to come up with something like, hmm, what's worse, implying that she's faking a pregnancy or uh, that, or it's, that not it's not Harry's, Harry's baby. baby. Oh yeah, I hope she goes with that She's one. Trying to I go- like that good soap opera, that good yeah. old traditional soap opera storyline. But so Megan and Harry, they barely got married five months ago, and she's about fifteen weeks. So they didn't waste any time. And I hate her. I okay. hate her. I mean, imagine it's your job. It's her job to birth out an heir, right? So can you yes. imagine that one of your job duties is to fuck Prince Harry and to take his freckled ginger nuts raw that's your that's one of your job duties like some people they start a shift by clocking in with a time card or whatever she starts a shift by clocking in with harry's cock yeah i wouldn't even call that a job that's not a job to me but that's her job that's imagine that's an amazing amazing job she won the lottery i know but that's that's like that thing where people say like find a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life that's the definition of that you're right that's what that and like out of all the biracial americans he had to marry her. He couldn't marry me. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I, the only heir I produced is Buckqueefs after we had sex, but I'd still keep trying you to know, have a baby. Michael, here's the thing Harry will be judged in the afterlife for his choices. And clearly, that's something that's going to send him right to hell. So if that helps you to sleep at night a little bit, then so be it. It doesn't, but thank okay. you for that. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to the other. Big story of the weekend. Well, big story in our world. Yes. So um, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. TMZ was the first to report, and then everybody else confirmed that Ariana and Pete broke up on Sunday. They were together for five months. They were engaged for four months. They got approximately 8,000 matching tattoos together. They adopted a baby pig named Piggy Smalls. And they moved in together in the $16 million apartment, which she's paying for. Of course. And she also probably paid for the $100,000 engagement ring he gave her. Let's face it. She's probably also paid for all those 8 million tattoos as well. 
Definitely. And Piggy Smalls. Yes. So Us Weekly sources say that they still love each other and trying to work it out. Blah, blah, of blah, course, blah, blah. Yeah. But that was too much too soon. TMZ source says that the overdose death of Ariana's ex, Mac Miller, was the breaking point of her relationship with Pete. And she decided she just needs to focus on her. Um, and so she's kind of been going through it. Like she's been canceling appearances and all that. And on Saturday, Ariana was at Pete's Saturday Night Live taping and they were seen kissing and canoodling. My favorite word. If you will. But um, TMZ says that there's been problems for weeks and a breakup was inevitable. So this is, so TMZ reported the breakup on the same day that the breakup happened. So I wonder who leaked the news so fast. I wonder. Hmm. Why do I have a feeling that Ariana's social media mogul brother, Frankie Grande, is putting a down payment on a BMW right now? Well, you know what? He's got to make money somehow, Michael. Don't hate his game, okay? Frankie Grande can make money from that or like, I don't know, maybe if he gets a hair gel sponsorship, but that's about it. Um, also, I love when TMZ is like, they, um, where am I going with this? Oh my God. It's, this is obviously the biggest news. It's melting my brain. I know. This you is as big as, can speak. no, this is as big as like Truman holding up that newspaper, like the picture that says like Dewey beats Truman. Like Bigger is, than that. This is going to be like one of those historic kind of things. Well, I think what I was, where I was going with this is that, you know, oh, things haven't been good for weeks. So that, so, we, like, halfway we, so into their relationship. I was going to yeah. say, like, 39% of their relationship then. Like, again, I don't think anyone should be surprised by this. But I am a little surprised. I honestly I am thought too. they'd make it to a wedding. That's what I thought, too. Like, I thought they would make it to a wedding. And she's so digmatized that she would marry without a prenup, like Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin. Yeah. And that they'd probably last, you know, a year maybe of that. And then it would end. But I, re- you know, we were joking like, oh, my God, I'm so shocked. Oh, my God, true love has been cremated. Yeah. But I really was kind of shocked. Yeah. Well, I mean, Michael, they adopted a pig. Does that not mean anything anymore to people? Poor Piggy Smalls. He's probably going to be turned into bacon. And that, you know, I just hope it doesn't get into like some Kramer versus Kramer custody fight. He doesn't deserve that. Well, to be honest, can Pete Davidson afford a Kramer versus Kramer custody fight? Oh, if he sues Ariana for lawyer fees, then yes, he can. Yes, he can. Oh, that's tragic. But would you rather be turned into bacon or have to live with Pete Davidson? That is the question, because I'm not sure what I would answer. Oh, I don't know. Because here's the thing. Pete Davidson, he's, I, I make jokes that he's like, doesn't have money, but he's on Saturday Night Live. Like he's making some Yeah, good I think money. his net worth, which the, this is what the internet says, which it could be nothing, which yeah. they could be, it could be a lie, is $3 million, which is a lot of money. But when you live in Manhattan, that's like practically poor. You can afford a studio, maybe. I know, but still, between $3 million million and going to the, So he's not broke. Yeah. The only scary thing would be if you're Piggy Smalls, you're, like, sleeping, you wake up in the middle of the night, and you, like, see something that looks like the ghost of Steve Buscemi. Like, that would be terrifying. Yeah. But But I'd still pick it over the slaughterhouse. But do you think... See, I think that they're going to get back together, like, by the end of the week. I think so. Yeah, she'll miss the feeling of him tearing her... Up her Thumbelina body with his supposed gigantic dick, and they'll get back together. Yeah, she'll she'll she's going to miss being like, oh, it feels like I've got something in my throat, and it's his wiener because it's that long. Like it's yeah, it goes but up to, to that length of her body. 
But to be like serious for once okay. in our lives. So like Mac Miller, it makes sense because Mac Miller's death probably, you know, kind of woke her up and she's like, life's too short to be with Pete Davidson. And he also <laughs> said that only he he also said that he only thought porn stars swallow cum because they're trash people. What? Yeah, you didn't hear him say he said this like a while ago in an interview. But I didn't know that girls did that because I'm a young guy. So like when that happened, I was like, wow. I was like, wow, I love you. Yeah. You don't watch porn? You never seen it? Yeah, but like I thought that just porn stars did that. I didn't know that human real girls do that. You thought that was a special effect? Yeah. No, I didn't know. They're just terrible people. So I just figured they just did, you know, that's their purpose. Cum swallowers are responsible members of the earth who care about the environment. I mean, when you swallow cum, you don't need to use a towel or a tissue to clean up the mess. No, yeah, you're like a star in Bette Midler's eyes if you swallow cum. That's like- So Pete doesn't know what he's talking about. He can swallow a rancid load for that. Well, to be honest, that's like Al Gore level recycling commitment, to be honest. You're taking something, you're turning into something else, a snack. Exactly. And that's exactly. all the more reason to dump him. But I think they'll be back together. I think so, too. Well, Michael, speaking of people who will not be back together, but who were together at one point in time, and actually people who were together in their 20s, Nicole Kidman, she recently wrote a piece for The Cut. Um, the Cut did a women in power issue. So um, in it, in it, her piece that she writes about, she discusses all the ways that she's had power and not had power in her life. I'd argue that one of the greatest powerful things that she's ever had has been all the wigs that she's worn over the years, but that's not what she's talking about. So one of the ways that she feels... Something that's the size of a wig. She's talking about something that's the... He's No, you might be shorter than a wig, depending on the wig. Yeah, I would say so. He's like, he's at least half of a lady bunny wig. So... um. She's, Nicole Kidman says one of the ways that she felt power was through her marriage to Tom Cruise. So Nicole Kidman got married to Tom Cruise when she was. And she's 22. not talking about like alien powers, right? No, she's from talking about like Scientology classes. Yeah, she's talking about like girl power. Um, so she got married when she was twenty-two, which is crazy to me. I didn't. Yeah, realize he was, she was like that thirty-eight, young. right? No, he was twenty-eight. They got divorced when he was thirty-eight. Okay, but still twenty-eight. Tom Cruise has always felt like he's like fifty-one years old to me. Yeah, though. he's always felt middle-aged. Yeah, he came out of his mother as an infant, as, but he was like a middle-aged man. So she says that she got married to Tom Cruise because she loved Tom Cruise. Okay. Um, but Tom brought something else into the marriage other than love. I'm not talking about a shoe wardrobe full of two-inch lifts either. She says that being married to Tom, who was like a huge star at the time, obviously, like they got married in Well, he's still a huge star. He is. Um, he didn't give her power, but protection. So she says, I got married very young, but it definitely wasn't power for me. It was protection. I married for love, but being married to an extremely powerful man kept me from being sexually harassed. I would work, but I was still very much cocooned. So when I came out of it at 32, 33, it's almost like I had to grow up. So she kind of adds, she has had me two moments, but she doesn't want to talk about them in a magazine yeah. or article. So well, and she just gave us the one good reason to being married to Tom Cruise. Yeah, that sweet, sweet power. <laughs> well, it's Just sad. It's not... sad but true that yeah. pervert creeps respect more respect men more than women. It's yeah. like an extreme version of the I have a boyfriend line to get a creep off of you. But I don't even think that works anymore, sadly. Yeah, but in Hollywood, it's, you're right. It would be 
you know, oh, I'm married to Tom Cruise. Like, oh, okay, well, he's way too powerful for me to, you know, try anything. To sexually harass his wife, which is gross. I know. It's so gross. Burn Hollywood down. I know. The fact that, by the way, the fact that Nicole Kidman spent 10 years being like, whew, I'm safe from sexual harassment because I'm married to Tom Cruise. Like, that might be one of the most depressing things that I've read, I would say, in a week. Like, it's it's so unfortunate. Also... My question, though, to you is this. It's like, obviously, pe- obviously, people were like respected Tom Cruise mm-hmm. because he was a huge star and whatever. Yeah. Do you think part of them was afraid, though, like they were afraid of Tom Cruise because of the Scientology thing? No, I think it's because he was powerful in Hollywood. I don't think it was Scientology. No. I mean, it could be, but I think it's just because he's powerful in Hollywood and could probably ruin their careers at that time. Yeah, that's true. And I think he could also ruin someone's career now, but... Well, he's ruining his own by doing <laughs> some of the movies he does, so you're right about that. Yeah, so I mean, technically he can still ruin someone's career. But this... Okay, so this is a serious, sad tale. This is. It's and if you serious. want a good palate cleanser... Because when I was reading about this, it reminded me of these pictures. So Google Nicole Kidman leaving divorce lawyer's office. So the pictures were supposedly taken right after she's... I don't know if this is true, but they were supposedly taken right after she signed her divorce papers from Tom Cruise. So she's coming out and she has her um, arms wide open. It's like she felt the sun for the first time. Like her eyes are closed. Like joy is just like jizzing out of her body it's like a million kids on a million christmas mornings it really is i love pictures, pictures yeah they're my pros at okay so now we're gonna go over five stories quickly ish starting with the bachelor vietnam so a few episodes ago we talked about a moment during the rose ceremony in an episode of the bachelor vietnam where one lady contestant named Mean Too, and I'm I'm sorry if I'm butchering their names. I looked it up how to pronounce it, but I still may butcher them, so I'm sorry. (laughs) So Mean Too declared her love for another lady contestant named Truck Nu. Mean asked Truck to leave the show with her so they can be together. Truck ended up dumping The Bachelor, so she rejected his rose and left with Mean. But later... After the bachelor had a heart to heart with her, she came back to the sh- she came back to him and the show. Producers told the site Next Shark that Truck left the show again, and the two women are now in a relationship. So it's a happy ending. Yeah, Truck rejected the rose and his dick. Yes, that was. Rude. But what I got what I got from this news is that the Bachelor of Vietnam is actually producing real relationships oh, and also sure. that the bachelor of vietnam might be the only bachelor worth watching oh if listen if min and truck stay together for longer than three months oh they, they beat all the records yeah they'll actually be one of the longest la- lasting couples in bachelor franchise history which t- to me means they should get their own show Except for Trisha. What, what was her name? No, the one, the bachelorette. What was her name? I still can't believe they're still together and they have like five kids. Oh, I think it's... What's tr- her name? Trisha. Trish and um, Ryan. Andrew. Ryan. Yeah. Brian. Whatever. Something like that. And you know the American Bachelor is going to try to top this by getting the Bachelor to reject all of the ladies for Chris Harrison. So oh, I'd watch that. that. I'd watch that too. Okay, so next. So not too long ago, we found out that Drake has a one-year-old 
Secret Love Child with porn star Sophie Brousseau. Yes. Drake confirmed it in a song after rapper Pusha T rapped in a diss track that Drake has a secret baby and is a deadbeat dad. Drake was on an episode of HBO's The Shop last week and said that he told Kanye West about his secret son and the troubles he was having with Sophie. Drake thinks Kanye leaked it, and that's how Pusha T found out. Yeah. So here's the thing. So when obviously, like I, okay, look, you know that I'm a Drake apologist, and I will be forever because mm-hmm. I'm Canadian, and we're both from Toronto, and whatever. I love Drake, but um, that is no excuse. You just love him. I know. I do love because him. there's. I'm from LA, and there's plenty of shit bags in LA that I will never apologize for yeah but to be fair there's only like toronto only has like a couple shit bags so it's it's very easy to get attached to one of them but i'm totally blaming drake for this because kanye has always been a gossip like oh yeah he has no filter no but also okay so the song gold digger is like he starts it out saying basically listen i don't want to talk shit about this girl but here i go i'm gonna talk shit about this girl like we know I ain't one kanye to gossip. Is a gossip yeah, yeah. I ain't one to gossip, but like telling Kanye a secret is like eating Taco Bell before having ass sex. You just don't do it because there's going to be a mess. So, but I still think that this is a stunt concocted by all three of them. Do you think there's even a baby? I, probably not. No. <laughs> probably not. Now that you mention it, is there? Okay, so 63 year old Chinese superstar actor Chow Yun Fat has a seven. $714 million fortune. And he tells the site Jane Stars that he plans to donate all of it to charity. He claims he spends only $102 a month on himself and that he buys clothes at discount stores. And just two years ago, he replaced his 17-year-old Nokia phone. And he only replaced it because it broke. Oh my God, okay. And Chow Yun Fat has no children, so bitch needs to dot me. But then I... again, that... You know, no, he doesn't. Because that would be frustrating to have, like, a rich dad who is cheaper than hell and gives you 99-cent store socks for your birthday. Yeah, and, and like... you're like, dad, you're fucking rich. You ask for a phone, and he's like, here, you can have my old Nokia. The broken one, yeah. Yeah. It, Michael, instead of trying to get adopted by Chow Yun-Fat, here's what you do. You make a charity, but it has to be the best-sounding charity in the world. So, like, the Chow Yun-Fat Foundation for Life-Saving Research. And you scam him. Yeah, or the Chalion Fat Foundation for Broken Nokia Phones. <laughs> yeah, well, but Speaking he, of which, yeah. I bet you now that he talked about his broken Nokia, Nokia is going to send him a free phone for plugging them. That's how the rich stay richer. Well played, Chalion Fat. Yeah, he's smart. That's why he's a millionaire. Yeah. So Funko, the company that makes those big-headed dolls. With like the beady eyes. Yeah. They're selling a Golden Girls cereal exclusively available at Target. So it's a multi-grain cereal that is blue and it's shaped like fat Cheerios. And I watched a YouTuber do a review of it. He said it tastes like tricks. I just, huh, what, how? Like, I haven't tasted it, but this cereal makes no sense. No, it looks like Cookie Monster's hemorrhoids. Like it looks like a Smurf's asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Like the honestly, I have a note written here. This is my only note, and it says, "Why in the hell is it blue?" Like 
Blue was not a Golden Girls thing. Their name, the name is Golden Girls. There's gold right in the title. Like, why would yeah, it not you can be make golden? golden Girls? Even if they made it green, you can say, well, it's green after the palm leaves in Blanche's wallpaper. Like, even blue makes no sense. Like, this is a no-brainer. It's just you make it cheesecake flavored and you make it yeah. shaped like little cheesecake slices. Yeah, or and then have little puffy hair-shaped marshmallows. Yes. So yep. may the ghosts of B. Arthur, Rue McClanahan, and Estelle Getty haunt them, haunt Funko forever that for that. terrible cereal. Finally, so Amy Winehouse's family, they've already signed a deal for a hologram of her that will perform around the world next year. Next year. There's a Roy Orbison hologram that's touring right now, which is creepy. But So they're going to do that. They have also signed a deal to turn her life into a movie and the writer of Kinky Boots, Jeff Dean, will write the script. It starts shooting next year. Amy's dad, Mitch Winehouse, remember him, yeah. says that the profits from the hologram tour and the movie will go to the Amy Winehouse Foundation, a.k.a. his wallet. I was going to say, like, why, did I, why do I feel like the benefactor of that charity is Mitch Winehouse? <laughs> I know um, he needs to hit up Chow Yun-Fat. Yeah, if he needs some money. Yeah, he's, to he's donate to the Amy Winehouse Foundation. Yeah. So... Let's dreamcast the movie. And don't say Lady Gaga as Amy and Bradley Cooper as her husband, Blake. Blake. (laughs) Even though that's who it should be, obviously. No, shut up. It should be Fran Drescher (laughs) as Amy. No, it shouldn't. But I would, I want to see that. So I think for Blake, for me, and I'm going to take this very seriously, Michael. I think it should be Ansel Elgort. Because Mm. he's kind of young. He's kind of douchey. Blake always gave me a bit of a douchey vibe. But his eyes aren't big enough. I remember... Like, Blake has those, like, golf ball eyes. Well, you know, I got those. But I say Pete Davidson. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll say Pete Davidson is Blake. I'll say... You say Ariana Grande is Amy Winehouse. No, I say Alan Rickman is Mitch, but he's going to need to gain some weight. Alan Rickman has died, Michael. Oh, whoops. <laughs> so the corpse of Alan Rickman, then? Perfect. Okay. The corpse of Alan Rickman is Mitch, but he's going to need to gain some weight. Um, a black-haired Samantha Ronson as Pete Doherty. Yes. And Kira Knightley as Amy. That's my only serious one, is Kira Knightley as Amy. I could see that. And you know what? All I ask of this movie is that there's a scene where, a scene showing Amy Winehouse buying her, like, legendary pink ballet slippers. That's all I want out of this movie. So that ends this episode. But before we go... I just want to let you know that if you have any feedback or you need a question that needs answering by two people who probably shouldn't be answering any questions except for would you like fries with that, you can email us at dtp at delisted.com. dtp at delisted.com. Now, if you have sent us an advice question and we haven't answered it, it's probably because we think it's too deep for us. We're not capable of that so send it to literally anybody else and they'll answer it properly yeah like i would say if you want to send us something maybe coupons for golden girl cereal that's no i don't want that cereal i mean i'll eat anything (laughs) so send that to allison because she'll eat anything yes and that is this goodbye bye bye